Martina O'Connell and I'm an Assistant Director of Nursing in a Mental Health Service in Ireland. I have been a mental health nurse for the past 23 years and in this podcast I'm going to discuss the topic of recovery and mental health. I have chosen this topic as my current area of responsibility is a rehab team where rehabilitation and recovery principles are essential. I am also going to talk to another Martina, Martina Fleming, who is also a mental health nurse for more than 21 years. Martina will talk about recovery, share her understanding of the principles of recovery and her experiences of recovery in our mental health service. So what is recovery? Recovery is very individual and means different things to different people. Recovery is essentially about people experiencing and living with mental health issues in their lives and the personal goals they want to achieve in life, regardless of the presence or severity of mental health issues. Put simply, it is living a life of one's own choosing, having dreams and ambitions with or without the presence of mental health challenges and regardless of the severity of those challenges. Recovery is a strategic priority for Irish Mental Health Service, set out by our our national policy sharing division 2020. The recovery approach is underpinned by a number of quality requirements for mental health services, including the judgment support Award framework, best practice guidelines for mental health, the development of the national framework for recovery in mental health was a further step in ensuring the provision of recovery orientated service in Ireland. This framework ensures a consistent, good, quality, evidence-based, co-produced and clinically excellent approach to establishing recovery in mental health services in Ireland. When we speak about recovery in relation to mental health, we refer to focusing care on supporting the individual and building resilience, not just managing symptoms. Recovery does not always mean absence of symptoms, or the process of complete recovery from a mental health problem. The term recovery in mental health means maximising one's potential, even within the limits of mental illness. I would now like to welcome Martina Fleming to our studio. Thank you for assisting me, Martina, with this podcast. You're very welcome, Martina. Thank you. Martina, can you tell me what is your understanding of recovery? Well, as you know, Martina, there is no single definition But the guiding principle is hope. The belief that it is possible for someone to regain a meaningful life despite serious mental illness. This concept of recovery has evolved from collaboration across medical professionals, government agencies, academic research, and most importantly, ensuring the service user's voice and experience is at the centre. Thank you, Martina. A systematic literature review of over 1,100 recovery narratives by Leamy and Slade in 2011 identified five common processes that people with mental health conditions considered essential for recovery to occur in their lives. Otherwise known as the CHIME approach, the five processes include connectedness, hope, identity, meaningful role and engagement. Martina, can you tell me about these five CHIME processes? Absolutely. Well, Martina, number one is connectedness. It's having social connections in one's life, feeling a part of your community rather than being isolated from the group through illness. 
Number two is hope. Hope is one of the essential ingredients required for recovery to occur in a person's life. A hope that life can get better and that mental health challenges will become more manageable, diminish or disappear. Hope needs to be nurtured and mental health professionals may initially need to be the holder of that hope. However, if recovery is to happen in a person's life, hope must translate into an expectation and a reality of a better life. Number three is identity. Having identities in life beyond that of a service user, that an illness does not define a person. You are more than your illness. Number four is meaningful role, building the strengths and skills to have fulfilling and esteem-building activities in life. And empowerment is number five, having the information, choices and confidence to make informed decisions on one's own life. Empowerment in mental health refers to the level of choice, influence and control that users of mental health services can ex exercise over events in their own lives. The World Health Organization 2010 identified that empowerment involves the transformation of power relations between individuals, communities, services and governments. In the context of mental health services, empowerment means that service users, their family and carers have the skills, resources and opportunity to explore and articulate what self-determination means in their lives. How this process is achieved and supported should be recorded in the service user's care plan. Access to peer support and experts by experience is a key holder of service users' empowerment. Thank you, Martina. I'm now going to talk about the National Recovery Framework for Mental Health. The National Recovery Framework for Mental Health 2018 to 2020 acts as a guide to local mental health services to support them in developing the recovery orientation of the service by establishing a common understanding of recovery and the core principles that underpin a recovery orientated service. It supports a consistent, quality, evidence-based and measurable approach to recovery, which will be included as part of the National Division's monitoring and performance of service. The framework lists three things that help recovery, hope, empowerment and self-determination. So Martina has already spoken about hope and empowerment. So what is self-determination? Self-determination means that mental health service users should define what recovery means in the context of their own lives. They should be active in moving the recovery pro process forward themselves. They should engage in informed, shared decision-making with access to supports and services that will best facilitate them in achieving their personal recovery outcomes. The service user's decisions should be central part of their care plan and mental health professionals will help to achieve these goals. Advocacy service should be available to support service users, particularly in cases where an individual's ability to make decisions has been diminished. This recovery framework outlines four core principles intrinsic to a recovery orientated service. One, the centrality of the service user lives experience, including hope, self-determination and empowerment. Two, the co-production of recovery promoting services between all stakeholders, including recognising the unique experience of service users, their families and carers. 
Three, an organisational commitment to the development of recovery-orientated mental health service, including recovery culture, communicating and evaluating recovery. Four, supporting recovery-orientated learning and encouraging recovery-orientated practice across all stakeholder groups, including recovery education and recovery-focused clinical practice. So Martina, who is this framework for? Well, the framework is for, number one, our service users, family members and carers, mental health service providers and volunteering community sector. Martina, is recovery an international phenomenon? Yes, uh, Martina, the World Health Organization outlines that the concept of recovery has become dominant for mental health systems internationally in the 21st century. Recovery approaches such as recovery colleges, peer support workers and the pursuit of personal recovery principles are emerging around the world to support the development of recovery-oriented services. To sustain recovery in services, structural organisation and culture changes within services must occur. Thank you, Martina. So what is a a recovery-orientated mental health service? A recovery-orientated service is built on a culture of hope and expectation that the person can recover from their mental health challenges and building a fulfilling life of their own choosing. Such a service is outward looking to engage with all aspects and supports that will constitute and sustain recovery in an individual's life. The role of the service provider is one which empowers and facilitates the process of an individual's self-determined recovery. A recovery-orientated service understands and embraces the holistic nature of recovery as part of the overall health and well-being of an individual. That means everyone achieving his or her own potential to enjoy complete physical, mental and social well-being. In a recover, recovery-orientated service, mental health staff practice in a manner that is guided by a set of recovery principles which are set out in the National Framework for Recovery. This framework provides guidance to mental health services to support them in ensuring they deliver a quality, person-centred and recovery-focused service. Martina, as health workers, how do you think we achieve a recovery-orientated service? Service users are involved in all aspects of their care, from the admission process to discharge and in developing their own individual care plan. Uh, number two, service users have access to the full multidisciplinary team, including nursing, medical, psychology, uh, social worker, occupational therapist, um, social sta- support staff, and of course, peer support workers. Service users, family and carers are actively encouraged to become involved in the care plan with the consent of the service users, of course. Service users are given a copy of their own care plan. And recovery education is a principle of national recovery framework and practice workshop is crucial element of recovery education. The workshops or recovery colleges allow teams time to reflect on their practice and to identify small changes to support their service becoming more recovery oriented. All workshops are co-produced and co-facilitated by service users with lived experience, family members and service providers. Service users learning all they can about what they are experiencing so they can make good decisions about all aspects of their life. 
All disciplines of mental health care students receive education training on the principles of recovery in third level college. And service users and mental health uh, care staff are also trained in the principles of the Wellness Recovery Action Plan, better known as RAP. Thank you, Martina. So what is RAP? The Wellness Recovery Action Plan, or RAP, is a self-designed prevention and wellness process tool that anyone can use to get well and stay well. It was developed in 1997 by a group of people who are searching for ways to overcome their own mental health issues and move on to fulfilling their life's dreams and goals. It is, it is now used extensively by people in all kinds of circumstances and by healthcare and mental health systems all over the world to address all kinds of physical, mental health and life issues. RAP helps service users to discover their own simple, safe wellness tools, to develop a list of things they do every day to stay as well as possible, to identify upsetting events, early warning signs and signs that things have gotten much worse, and using wellness tools to develop action plans for responding at these times to create a crisis plan and to create a post-crisis plan. RAP identifies that while working towards wellness is up to the service user, receiving support from others and giving support to others will help them feel better and enhance the quality of their life. Martina, finally, can you please tell me about ARI? ARI is Advancing Recovery in Ireland, is also a national mental health division initiative that brings together people who provide our services, those who use them and their families and community support to work on how we make our mental health services more recovery focused. ARI spreads the word that recovery, a life worth living, with or without mental health difficulties, is possible for everyone. It supports local mental health services in bringing recovery principles into the heart of how we work collaboratively. People who use our services have immense knowledge about their own situation, their strengths, their values and what works best for them. In mental health, we found that when mental health professionals value and use this knowledge and work in partnership with them and those that care for them, that then the results tend to be better for everyone. Thank you, Martina. And to conclude, so recovery is not a new phenomenon. In 2008, Shepherd et al. in Making Recovery a Reality outlines that mental health services need to change radically to focus on recovery. They need to demonstrate success in helping service users to get their lives back and giving service users the chance to make their own decisions about how they live their lives. Recovery has turned mental health service priorities on their heads. Traditionally, services used to wait until a person's illness was cured before helping them to get their life back. Recovery-focused service aims from day one to help people to support and build a life for themselves. The medical care they give is in support of their of that bigger purpose. At organisational level, recovery is facilitated by the provision of clinically excellent services and lived mental health experience, all underpinned through the values of hope, empowerment and self-determination. 
a recovery-orientated service is achieved by following the core principles outlined in the National Recovery Framework document. Martina, I would now like to take this opportunity to thank you sincerely for your input into my podcast. Thank you, Martina. I hope you as listeners enjoyed it. So thank you, goodbye, and slán Thank you.